Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Thank you for praying together and praying for one another and singing His praises together. like to pass a microphone around for testimonies, but I already have enough guilt for forgetting to use hand sanitizer when I anointed people, so we'll trust Psalm 91 on that one. Keep you free from the pestilence. Another thing that came across my mind was if you're on Facebook or our website and there's something you need prayer for. Text Erica or put it in the comment and we'll pray. And if we can't share testimony, you know what does encourage us? His Word. So we'll go right to that, right to His Word. Hey, we have a three-day weekend tomorrow. Most people do. Three-day weekend for many. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is tomorrow. I have a quote from MLK. He said this, Our scientific power has outrun our spiritual power. We have guided missiles and misguided men. Truth, huh? I attended a a, a webinar this past summer. And... uh, there were all kinds of it was a diverse group and there were white, black, Asian uh, and there was a group representing the Nazarene church I don't, might not have been a Nazarene webinar, might have been just a general church webinar and uh, so when the people of African American heritage got excited about something they'd say truth and they'd snap I'm not going to ask you to snap this morning but it's pretty neat how they did this uh, okay, Lupita Nwongo. If you Google or, or look up that YouTube video, she teaches you how to do the snap. It's really cool. That was a good snap. <laughs> but I figure, you hear that truth and snap. It's true even today, isn't it? Our scientific power has outrun our spiritual power. We have guided missiles and misguided men. Living in a world with misguided people can really wear on you. Anyone else tired of all the garbage and hypocrisy out there? But let's not dwell on that too long. Because it can be discouraging to consider all the ways that all so many are misguided. Thankfully, the Bible reveals to us the guidance from above. And it can be encouraging to consider all the ways and all the places He takes us. 
So we're going to turn to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 3 is where we're going to start. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. I know I've asked you to stand a lot this morning, but I am going to ask if you're able to stand one more time in reverence for God's Word. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. You might be thinking, what's, what's that about the unveiled faces? Just a couple verses back, Paul was talking about when Moses had come down from Mount Sinai and being in the presence of God, he, he was so bright, his face was just shining that he had to put a veil over it. Now we live under the New Covenant, the New Testament. Those of us, as we walk with the Lord, guess what? As He's transforming us, because we've been in His presence, and His Holy Spirit is in us, we're going to shine. But we don't have to wear veils, do we? Just masks. Chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 2. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Maybe those are just the five words you need to hear this morning. We do not lose heart. We do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the Word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Now hop down to verse 13. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. That's written in Psalm number 116, just in case you're wondering. With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you in His presence. There's something to look forward to. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. There's those five words again. We do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. There's something else to look forward to. So, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. 
For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You may be seated. Lord, I do thank You for Your Word this morning. And I thank You that Your Holy Spirit is here. Your Spirit is in us. Your Spirit speaks to us and guides us and leads us and and convicts and encourages. And Lord, may we stay in tune with Your Spirit. May we be renewed daily by You. Lord, I thank You for every soul here this morning. Every soul my, my voice will reach online and and Lord, I, I pray that You continue to bless this service. I pray You bless Your Word and what's been prepared for this morning. Lord, soften our hearts, open our hearts to the work You want to do in and through us. And give us the strength to be obedient to You. And Lord, help us as we encourage one another and everyone around us. And God, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the last year, our world has been changed by something unseen. I confess that at the beginning of all this, I was skeptical. I thought people were overreacting. I thought with a 99.9 whatever recovery rate, I thought this will never be as bad as swine flu. And now that I've known many people who've had it, more than 10 people we used to worship with at the nursing homes have died. How many have been affected? Canisius Lake, nearly all the residents there have been moved somewhere else. So people with COVID can be taken care of there. Now we know that Nance is in the ICU with this virus. It really hits home, doesn't it? How real everything we're living in is. All because of this unseen virus that's really impacted us in mostly a negative way. So how about sharing something, a few things, three unseen things that will only change this world, change us, change others in a positive way. In this morning's scripture, we find three very real but invisible Things, encouraging things that everyone longs for, whether they realize it or not. Things found only in God. Things that He lavishes on us. Things that we, His people, can encourage others to have so that they might experience these things too. What are those three things? Freedom. Truth and eternal glory. Deep down, people are longing for freedom. Only Jesus, only in Him is the freedom we long for. Anything else will bind us. Deep down, We are longing for truth. 
Only in Jesus do we find the truth we long for. Deep down, people are longing for eternal glory. They try to do whatever they can to grab whatever power's out there so they can have eternal glory, leave a legacy. But only in Jesus do we find the eternity that God has set in our hearts and the glory that's only found in Him. And as we live out our faith and allow God to transform us, we will shine. And shining helps draw others to Him, helps guide others to the way, the truth, and the life. I'm wearing one of my favorite shirts this morning. It says, Pastor Nathaniel, Springwater Nazarene. Had this shirt for almost 11 years. Pastor Denny and I each have one of these. Pauline got it for us one year. And when I was reading the scripture this morning, I thought of another shirt that I used to have. I got it 25 years ago. I don't have that shirt anymore. But on that shirt, there was a smiley face right where the cross and Pastor Nathaniel Springwater Nazarene is. There was a smiley face there. And then on the back of the shirt, there was a huge smiley face. And under the smiley face, it said, Shine. Because back then, there was a Newsboys song that was very popular. Shine. Make them wonder what you got. Make them wish that they were not on the outside looking bored. What was that song all about? Shining. So that others would, know, others would know him. About evangelism. Two weeks back, we started a series, the four E's of evangelism. The first was examination, how we, with the Holy Spirit, we got to examine ourselves. How are we doing in our walk with the Lord? And now, in a world of misguided people, this week I want to talk about the E, encourage. We encourage one another. We encourage those around us. It, it helps us find the right track. It helps us keep on track. It helps us keep going the right direction. It's amazing how much encouragement can mean to somebody. I was talking to Vicki Maston yesterday. And I said, Vicki, how's the rehab going? In 91, recovering from hip surgery. Her goal was to walk with a cane. So she's in rehab down in Hornell. She does it on Wednesdays. And she said, it's good, but i got to tell you what happened. There's another person, she said, that I'm in rehab with. And they came up to me and said... Vicki, you're doing so good. I can see a difference from when you started. Let me tell you how that lit her up. Because that's what encouragement does. It lights each other up. And that's what we can do for one another. That's what this world needs, huh? A little bit of encouragement. 
Here's the first point. As God's people, we're entrusted to guide and encourage with the freedom found only in Jesus. I want to read verses 17 from chapter 3 to verse 1 again. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, do not lose heart. We do not lose heart. Let me make it clear. Christianity is not about saying a prayer and checking the right boxes because we follow the right rules. Sadly, that's what it can be interpreted as. It's about helping people to hold on and hold on to the right things. I like how Jesus put it in John chapter 8. In fact, you just might want to keep a finger in the Gospel of John, because we're going there a lot this morning. John chapter 8, verse 31, says this, To the Jews who had believed Him, Jesus said, If you hold to My teaching... You really are my disciples. Therefore, then, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We know how that saying goes, don't we? What did Jesus say? What did He tell His disciples? If you hold on to my teachings, you really are my disciples. If they hold on to what? Teachings. It's not about what we eat or don't eat or about what we drink or don't drink. It's not about whether we go to the movies or play cards or swim with bathing suits on or... or... Yeah, you better wear your bathing suits. <laughs> I'm picking on our denomination a little bit. Because I think many would confess we got off track. We put that in a little rule book and said, if you're Christian, this is what you do. And all good intentions, don't get me wrong, I love this denomination. We preach victory over sin because that's what the Bible says. And that's true freedom. That's when we're holding on to His teaching, right? But we have to be careful not to get caught up in the rules. Because that's not what it's about. It's about the relationship, the love we have for Him, knowing what He said and then following it. Holding on to that. Because there's a lot of things people hold on to, isn't there? All the wrong things. Things that don't really fill or satisfy. Jesus says, if you hold on to my teachings, you really are my disciples. How affirming. How reassuring, how 
encouraging, isn't it? We can know we're His disciples, and we can also know if we need to get back on track. You see the grace there? If we examine ourselves there, we're back to the first E. (laughs) And ask ourselves, am I holding on to His teachings? That helps us in our walk with Him. Now, not only are those who follow His teachings really His disciples, if they hold on to His teachings, then they will know the truth. And what does the truth do? The truth sets us free. He sets us free. Who is the truth? Who can we know? Who can we hold on to? Jesus. Hold on to Him and His teachings. And we find that we can no longer hold on to the things of this world. What is it about His teachings? They're true. What is it about Him? He is the truth. As God's people, that's how I'm going to start each point. So when you hear that, now you know we're number two. As God's people, we're entrusted to guide and encourage with the truth found only in Jesus. See, we guide and encourage when we follow His teaching and follow Him. That encourages others. We encourage one another and follow Him. And we're entrusted to guide and encourage with the truth, the truth, the truth found only in Jesus. Go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. Paul says, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the Word of God. Can I tell you what that looks like when people distort the Word of God? I'll tell you. When you hear preachers say, let me tell you, Jesus has for you that promotion or all these wonderful things. That's what's there for you. It's all about the sugar and candy and whoop de doo have a fun stick, live it up. There's preachers on TV that do that with a big smile, and that's a big lie. That's not what this is all about. Because discipleship costs us something. He said, take up my cross daily. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Not so you can get the promotion or the nice new car or the big fancy truck or the nice blue jeans or diamond-studded socks and whatnot. Really, there's a preacher who did that one time. Look, that's not what it's about. About the truth. I'm preaching that and living for that. And, and if we're really his disciples and we're holding on to his teaching, then we'll know the truth and the truth will set us free. Let's side with the truth. What is truth? It's the side Jesus is on. Oh, but last week, Nathaniel, you said we shouldn't take sides. That's worldly sides. We want to be on Jesus' side. Let's read about it. John chapter 19.
Oh, you know what? I misspoke. When I studied and I looked it up in a different Bible, it's John chapter 18. Pilate, this is Jesus has been flogged and the crowds are calling, crucify him. And Pilate was just talking to the Jews and they really want to crucify him because he claimed to be their king. So Pilate goes back to Jesus. He went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, I'm in verse 33, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked? Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied, It was your people and your chief priests who handed you over to me. What is it that you've done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You are right in saying that I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born. And this is why I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. I don't think it's an accident that last week the message we talked about whose voice do we listen to. And this week Jesus says, everyone who is on the side of truth listens to me. How do we know we're on the side of truth? We listen to Jesus. No other voices, no other anything. Jesus. Jesus put it like this in, in John chapter 8, verse 47. So you can just turn back a few pages. If you're hearing God, that's a good thing. Jesus talks about it. Verse 47, John chapter 8. He who belongs to God... Here's what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Ooh, he's speaking truth, isn't he? Some might say that's tough love, but sometimes truth hurts. And if you really love someone, you tell the truth not in a way that's vicious, but out of love. You know... Jesus loved and died on a cross for those who opposed Him in this chapter, who nailed Him to the cross, for whoever would believe in Him. John the Baptist testified to that truth. John chapter 3, verse 31. We're listening to Jesus and the truth and those pages turning in the Bible is a pastor's favorite noise. John 3.31 This is John the Baptist talking. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks of one from the earth. So when you get frustrated when you hear people who like to get on TV sometimes daily and win an Emmy, did I say that out loud? Or a president who said controversial things and got upset. I'm going to go on both sides here. 
They're going to speak as one who speaks from the earth. Who do we listen to? We hear God's voice. We hear Jesus. We listen to Him. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. The man who accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one who God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in His hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. We live in freedom. We live in truth. We listen to Him. We shine as we follow His teachings. And as God's people, we're entrusted to guide and encourage with the glory found only in Jesus. There's freedom, there's truth, and there's glory. Man, we have a mixed up idea of glory. We like to have glory for ourselves, huh? I want to confess what what my glory dream used to be. You want to hear it? Well, good, because I was going to tell you regardless. You know, sometimes we'll be driving home from church and we'd be listening to pop radio and and I'd tell my mom to turn it up and I'd be in the back seat and I'd just rest my head back and close my eyes and envision my glory. Because you know, back then, Brian Adams had a very popular song out. Everything I do, I do it for you. And let me tell you, I had a crush on a girl. When I'd close my eyes, I'd dream about being her hero. And we'd be at a dance a junior high school dance, and the bully would come along, try to take her from me. But I am a man who will fight for her honor. And I win the girl because everything I do, I do for you. Honoring, glory, and my brother would make fun of me because he knew what I was doing. He said, sit up and don't, don't be sitting back there dreaming. That's a silly story about glory, but we see it every day, huh? People seeking fortune and glory and they don't, they don't realize. It's that earthly thinking. He has all the power, all the glory. Towards the end of His ministry, Jesus spoke about power and great glory. Lord, we'll stop laughing at my dreaming. (laughs) I don't still do that. I've got the girl. Matthew 24, verse 30. This is towards the end of his ministry. He's talking about the end times. And in verse 30 of chapter 24, he says, At that time the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn. 
they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds with power and great glory. You might have to look across the page or turn the page to chapter 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His heavenly throne in heavenly glory. We may not see it now, but it's there. Sometimes His glory comes down. The old timers used to call it the Shekinah glory. The power of the Holy Spirit. Some have entered His glory. And while we're on earth, guess what we get to do? Guess what we're entrusted to do? To live in freedom, to live in truth, and to reflect His glory. I'm closing with verses 16 through 18, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly... I just thought of all those Botox, facial creams, injections people try to do to keep their glory... Anyway, therefore do we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us a what? An eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. And that trumps all the unseen things of this earth, even the scariest things. We have for us, and for anyone who would believe, as our light shines, eternal glory with them. And Lord, we praise you for that. We thank You for these three things, these three gifts that we can only find in You. And we thank You that we can be Your disciples to follow Your teachings, to help others know the freedom that we have in You, to help others know the truth that they so long for. And Lord, we praise You for the glory that is Yours. And that's what we want to do. We want to glorify you. We thank you for sharing your glory with us. So Lord, help us as we go out. I know there may not be too many places we can go out to like we used to. But wherever we are, help us, Lord. We know we're not perfect, but help us. Help us shine for you as we follow your teachings. And I thank you for how that will encourage others. Lord, thank You for each soul here this morning. Bless each of us in our walk with You. Thank You for those online. And Lord, we give You all the praise, honor, and glory that is Yours. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. 
Have a great day and Lord bless.